Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. How you going? Um, I'm sorry. Apparently, it's cocky, not Coxie. <laughs> I wondered if you would see that. Of course I did. <laughs> G'day, cocky. G'day. <laughs> Hello, cocky. <laughs> oh, okay. I've got to try and make sure it doesn't people. stick. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't even do that to you, Cocky. I mean, Coxie. Thanks, Was. I mean, Wazza. <laughs> How about you tell people what we're rabbiting on about? Waka. No, it's Cocky, not Rabbit. So, <laughs> g'day, listeners. You're listening to the Tradies in Business Tradie Rona cast for some day in April. What are you, what day is it even? It's the 16th today. See, I'm it's all over Thursday, it. the 16th of April. Did you get out of bed on the right side or are you stuck in a time warp? Uh, <laughs> well, people make jokes about now that I've moved to Tassie that, you know, all the <laughs> stuff about two heads and time stood still down here and all that. You know what? They're, they're pretty progressive bunch of people down here. Did you know why or how there's like there's actual fact behind the two head thing? Did you know the story behind it? <laughs> no, but please enlighten us all, Cocky. Well, it was actually uh, who told me this? Um, it'll come to me. Anyway, somebody did mention it last week when I was discussing with them. I think we we're waiting for you to join a call. And I was yeah. discussing that you're in Tasmania and everything's a bit slow there. Sorry to all our Tasmanian listeners. And we had a bit of a giggle. And she said to me, did you know that the whole two-head thing is actually based on a loose fact? And I said, no. Will you enlighten me on the story? So I, now I will enlighten you all through our very good friend, whose mm. name has totally escaped me because I can't remember Probably who I was talking <laughs> to. But um, once upon a time when it was full of convicts, the the nutrition was that poor that they would grow goiters, which is a thyroid condition, I think, if I'm correct. Mm. And so they would be these massive big growths on their thyroid, which is a gland in your neck or near your neck. Um, yep. And therefore, it often, they'd have to have them removed at some point or another and it would look like they'd had two heads. So there you are. <laughs> All based on loose fact. <clears throat> well, the last time I checked, I think I it's I- Is it iodine? Uh, that's part of thyroid function, yes. Yes, but I, I think there was a lack of iodine in their diet and that caused. Yes. That um, could be it, yes. Yeah. So there you are. I, I found that issues. actually to be quite fascinating. So there you are. <laughs> there is a reason why we think Tasmanians have two heads. They don't. Well, well I'm not iodine deficient. I don't have a goiter growing on my shoulder. <laughs> And neither do most Tasmanians. And uh, most of the people down here, well, actually all the people that we've spoken to so far don't appear to have any weird lumps either. So mm, at least not this on This is shoulders. encouraging. Yeah. <clears throat> They've all been very lovely, actually, the Taswegians. You, uh, didn't you say on Tuesday that the people you met with the chickens were from Queensland? Well, it's South African, actually, so it doesn't really count. But well, yeah, that's true. Moved here from Queensland, yeah, um, yep, yep. but the the locals have been very welcoming and understanding and helpful and kind. Uh, we haven't been ripped off by anybody yet, even though there's some you know those usual scare stories about oh get rid of your Queensland number plates because 
you know, tradies will take advantage of you. It's like, piss off. Tradies would oh. never do that. <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm more worried about getting harassed by the police because it's like, bloody Queensland tourists, what are they doing here? We're in lockdown. Mm, Go home. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about mm. that. Yeah, they are pulling people over who are holidaying without authority. So uh, holidays here, are no longer allowed. They're being pulled over left, right and centre also. Um, what? I heard yeah. an outrageous one on – I remember thinking on Tuesday. Oh, my God, that's outrageous and now I've forgotten. But uh, suffice to say, it. Oh, that's what it was. It was the dump. So the dumps were open o- over the weekend, excluding the public holidays or including mm. everything but Good Friday, and people were being fined for going to the dump. And that makes absolutely no sense to me. What's the point of keeping them open if you're going to find the people using the service? I don't get it. And and what would they like people to do with the rubbish instead? Good question. What else are we meant Stick to do all weekend? <laughs> That's what yeah, I. Yeah, what are you meant doing? to do all weekend if you I've can't go to the tip? I've got nothing to do. No, but I've got <laughs> nothing to do but clean up my yard or my house. So what do I do with all the rubbish? It doesn't fit in the bin. There's excess. I've cleaned out my backyard. You've seen my backyard. It needed a clean. What do I yes. do with all those leaves and branches and palm fronds? Branches. What do I do with them all? Lots of branches. Where, where did you grow up? In New South Wales. Hmm. See, I, I was born in New South Wales, but I grew up in Queensland, so I say branch. Plants or plants? Dance or Plant. dance? Dance. Tomatoes or tomatoes? No, tomatoes is American. Right. Potatoes but or pot- potatoes? Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Coxie or cocky? <laughs> so, sp- <laughs> speaking of growing up, Cocky. Yes, we were going to do something a bit different today. What Spark. did you want to be when you? <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? Are I you still waiting to grow up? I've not grown up yet. You know that. <laughs> Although I've grown up a lot more than you have. Yeah, um, thanks. When I was really little, I think I wanted to be a nurse, like my mum. My mum was a nurse. Um, she used to work in old people's homes. Is that's what they were called then? I don't really you, know what they're yeah, called. Yeah, can you now. say that now? You can't really call them old people now, can you? No. Well, they're, they're very that's close to my own age, so they're not so old at all. <laughs> and I'm older than you, so that really sucks. <laughs> it does a bit, but that's what that's what what they were when we were kids. Mum would work there. She'd do night shift and then come home and look after us uh, kids, um, or try and ferry us off to school when she could. Thank God, coronavirus didn't happen in her time. Uh, so I think that was my first dream and then my second dream was to be a teacher. We would play teachers all school holidays. Like we hadn't had enough of school in school, I would go on did to you, play teachers. Did you like playing teachers because you like dishing out the cuts? You know I like to be the teacher. <laughs> I don't recall ever giving anyone the cuts, but no. Why does it, did you ever get the cane? That? No. The cuts? Never. Because it used yeah. to cut your skin. Is that – yeah, okay, that makes sense. No, I didn't, but yeah. I can recall my brother – and being there when my brother was caned once, um, and I think it was because I was being bullied and he might have stood up for me and he got in trouble. Mm. I don't re- clearly remember, but I do remember being there. It was horrible. It made me feel sick. I didn't like it. Mm. Yuck. Interesting, anyway. uh, interesting time in our history. I'm quite grateful they don't do it. None of my children have ever had the cane. None of my children have ever really had a what I would – would have called a belting when I grew up either. Yeah. I got the odd what about the odd uh bit of corporal punishment. Um, but you've obviously never given it to your daughter? No. Never dished it? No. Not a smacker. No, I'm, I'm 
my kids were toddlers. They used to get a sharp smack here and there. I'm I'm not embarrassed to say that. I'm okay with that. Um, but not once they were sort of past that age where it was that quick tool to shock them into thinking differently or stop what they're doing. Um, mm. I wouldn't like to try and smack any of my kids now. I think they'd just smack me back. They're bigger than I am. <laughs> smack in the head. Yep. They just drop the shoulder and uh, knock you flat on your bum. Oh, well, sometimes we do that players. just for fun. <laughs> well, I would come off. Sex. Maybe not I have your daughter, but <laughs> oh, she'd give me a crack. <laughs> well, and uh, it's maybe a common theme with what we wanted to be when we grow up. I wanted to be a builder like my dad. Did you? Um, yeah, I wanted to be. I wanted to be a tradie. I, I wanted to be a builder. Um, my grandfather, my um, well, he's the only grandfather I knew because. My dad's dad was an alcoholic and um, sort of in and out of uh, shelters and stuff when I was growing up, so I never met him. Um, He was a builder as well in his younger sober years. Wow. But uh, my grandfather on my mum's side, um, he was a motor mechanic. And uh, I had a reasonably close relationship with my pop, um, despite him also being an alcoholic. Uh, (laughs) Wow. This is why I don't drink. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to be a motor mechanic like Pop. I just thought it was cool. I loved the smell of the grease and petrol fumes and all the tools were cool. And and I love cars and stuff now, motorbikes. Probably not surprisingly. No. Um, And beyond that, uh, a chef was was my other choice. Really? They have such Mm. a hard life. Well, I know that now and I'm really grateful that I never entered hospitality because it's shit money, crap conditions, long working hours and um, interesting culture to be surrounded by. So, And that's on uh, a good day. That's not even in yeah. coronavirus time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the, the building and mechanical stuff, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the fact that I was encouraged not to do those things by my family and – Ended up going down the path of university and studying business and sales and all that stuff. So uh, it is it is probably why I do love getting out in the shed and um, popping the tool belt on and grabbing the claw hammer and knocking stuff together in the yard and in the shed. So I, can do I don't it for think enjoyment there's now. yes, I agree. I don't think there's anything more satisfying than having a project with your hands and constructing something and being able to step away and realize, wow, I did that today. Whereas mm. for a lot of what you and I do, it's very um, office-based. It's hard to have that same sense of satisfaction at the end of the day. Yeah. it's. I've said this to wifey a couple of times recently. Just uh, I should stop joking about it because it, it becomes a bit of a negative headspace around, oh, I'm just going to pop into the office and, uh, you know, create something out of thin air, mm. um, meaning our podcasts. Mm. Uh, it's true it's, though. It's weird. You know, we sit here and talk shit some days <laughs> Today. but we talk and we record stuff and we do videos and web classes and all these things that are intangible and i must admit some weeks i'm absolutely smoked i feel wrecked and i think am i even justified in feeling completely shagged when i actually don't feel like i've done anything that's such a tradies headspace that's that's and that's <laughs> It really is, though. That was the biggest thing that um, 
I would argue with my husband about, you know, that sitting in the office or going and dealing with clients is as exhausting as it is to be on the tools. It's a different kind of exhaustion, don't get me wrong. I don't feel physically exhausted at the end of um, a day like we work, but I feel, I guess, uh, what's the right word? My brain is fried. I find it Mm. hard to think I need some space so that I can get my, gather my thinking capacity back um uh, clearly i'm struggling now and it's doesn't sound like you got it (laughs) (laughs) clearly didn't catch last night's up but um they're really different um ways to become exhausted and i think it's a really typical tradie thought pattern if i'm not on the tools i'm not working well i call bullshit on that one sorry to make this explicit but um it's it's a big shift they're not taught that they go to they start work as an apprentice and they're working every day and they're on the tools and if they're not on the tools, they're at TAFE and when they're at TAFE, they're still working really hard. It's a different kind of work and there doesn't seem to be any correlation between the two and them understanding that one's as valuable as the other for the most part. It takes them a long time to come around to understanding that stuff you do off the tools is as important, if not more important than the stuff you do when you're on the tools. Thank you for taking the words right out of my mouth, Coxie. I was going to say it's as important, if not more so, the mm. the non-kinesthetic, um, to use the big fancy business coaching term, mm-hmm. the non-kinesthetic stuff, uh, kinesthetic being feeling, you know, touching, mm-hmm. doing with your hands thing. Um, I, yeah, I get it. I do get it. I, I have such a sense of satisfaction and for me, it's simple stuff. You know, I'm not building houses or laying cable. Well, I do that some days, but um, you know, Stop I'm not. It. I'm not roughing in houses. You made it explicit, so that's that's license for me to just cut sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing any of those things most days. Uh, but when I do get out in the shed, and I don't know, it could be something simple like. Well, this this last week, I've managed to build a chook house. Um, the the makings of the shed was already there, but I've, you know, repurposed an old door and and hung a door and fitted latches and made up perches and leveled all that up and put some timber nest boxes together out of some ply and been using the drill and the hammer and all that stuff. I can stand back and look at the thing mm. and feel a sense of pride because, particularly for a bloke, it's like, look what I made, honey. I made us a chook house. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I've done something productive yes. and I've contributed to providing for someone, you know, for me, it's my family. But um, if I was a builder or a plumber or landscaper or whatever, I, I've actually created something. Yes. But the stuff you and I create, the courses and the, the coaching sessions and the programs and the templates and the web classes and even this podcast, I can't see it. I sit down to dinner at night. It's like I can't even visualize it. I just sometimes I just feel like I talk shit, and <laughs> I don't know if, how to actually bridge that. So I really understand our trade business owners feeling like that office time is just a waste of time. I get it too, but there really is no satisfaction like doing the work. So for me, I guess um, coping mechanism for the builder when he first was doing this stuff and really struggling with it, we would have a list and we would tick off the list. Any sense of accomplishment might come only from looking at that list at the end of the day. We have one in the trade desk, the daily focus journal. 
It might be just looking at that list and understanding all the things that you did actually get done. That was enough to have that sense of accomplishment rather than just a vague, I think like you and I do sometimes, we have this vague list of things in our heads that just gets done without really thinking about it. So it's hard to find the satisfaction at the end of the day sometimes. But then we get a lovely email or, or Facebook message or oh, any kind of message from one of our followers, readers, listeners, and we remember, no, that's why we're doing this. That's why we do this invisible, hard-to-see thing that we do. It's, it's and a bit old world. It is, and uh, I'm going to keep this shorter from my end at least, Coxie, <clears throat> by using that for a Chuck Norris segue into giving us iTunes reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just turned into a thing, isn't it? Oh, it is. That one just jumped out at me. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that really helps Coxie and I know if we're doing stuff and making a difference is if we get feedback and an awesome way you can give us some feedback, that also helps other trade business owners like you listening to this now to find us because it's getting harder to be found online uh, particularly in podcast land, is if you just go and do something really simple, really quick, and just give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Um, that's all you need to do. Can I um, go. just go for it and do something? Hmm. We will over, so what month are we in? We're April, by the end of April. So 30th of April, we will choose the most inventive piece of feedback and we will reward it with a gift in the form of merchandise. How about that? Ooh, bribery. I like it. I like bribery. <laughs> I do things for bribes. <laughs> Some things, not all things. God, that got dangerous. How do you judge? <laughs> I'm just going to move on. How do you judge the inventiveness, Coxie? I don't know. It maybe just- it's descriptive. Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's uh, Maybe it references one of our episodes in the review. I don't know. Mm. We will take some license when the time comes and have a look. But you have committed to reading each of them out as they're given. So that might give our listeners some ideas. Love it. Um, merchandise. Give us a review. Get your, mm. get yourself in the running. Um, and in all honesty, help us to figure out, you know, not if we're on the right track, but what the right track is and um, and help us to be found by other trade business owners like you. If you're finding Absolutely. this useful, um, help a, a fellow tradie and, uh, yeah, give us a review and help us be found online. Thank you. And tell we us what you wanted listeners. to be when you were growing up. I'd like to hear that. I'm going to post this in the group and I would really like to know what it is you wanted to be when you grew up. Hmm. Are you doing it? For some people, they're doing it, I suppose. For others, not so much. Many still don't know. My husband's 43-ish, 42. <laughs> and he still hasn't grown up? Still doesn't know what he wants to be when he grows up. Isn't sure. <laughs> I don't think it's too abnormal. I don't know if I know. Do you know? No, that's pretty standard. I haven't grown up yet. Um, no. And I wouldn't know really what growing up looks like. I don't think I want to do it based on what I've heard. I don't think it's all that fun sometimes. No, <laughs> no, being a grown-up uh, isn't necessarily uh, all it's all it's been made out to be. Nah, I do like that. I can watch whatever I want on Netflix. Ah, you can binge anyone. watch after our <laughs> episode the other day. 
Cool. Well, uh, make sure you give us a review, listeners. And uh, yeah, if you haven't joined the group, do that. But um, please go to iTunes, Spotify, give us a review, and um, we'll read them out and uh, free merch for the best one. And we'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Don't forget, if you're part of the trade desk tomorrow afternoon, we have drinks at half past four. Got a bit loose last week. It was a bit of fun. If you want to know what all the fuss is about, you need to come and join us. Um, you can find the code in our Facebook group, but it's Tradies for Tradies with the number four. It'll get you a month for free, so you can come and check out a few of our Friday afternoon sessions for free. And we'll even tell you when it's almost time to roll over into a paid membership so you can cancel. You don't have to stick around. We're not easily offended. We have broad shoulders, and if you want to move away and not be part of the cool crowd, that's okay with us. We get it. It's fine. Yeah. We'll remind you. So come and find us tradiesandbusiness.com.au forward slash trade desk. Use the code tradies for tradies. That's a number four. Get a month for free. That was a very nice ad roll, Coxie. Thanks for that. That's all right. Everybody probably (laughs) tuned out the second I started talking about it. It's okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, listeners who listen, and uh, (laughs) we'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.